holidays can be stressful. Oh, yeah. And Especially we'll get, if you're hosting. Oh, my God. If you're hosting, you have so much to do. No, thanks. Mm-hmm. I'll, re- I'll gladly go to someone else's house for that. <laughs> they, can, they can deal with that stress. Hello. Hello. And welcome back to the Pioneer Careers Podcast. My name is Kenny Anderson. And I'm Natalia Hillen. And we are on episode eight. It's crazy to think about that we're on episode eight, the last episode of the semester, our final recording of the semester. Kind of bittersweet because it's the end of the semester. And our dear Nick, executive producer, it's his final episode. Hello, hello, hello. Aww. No. Not the hand. Not the hand. <laughs> it's his final episode with us. He graduates this month and good riddance. Just kidding. <laughs> we we're sad to see him go. He's done amazing work with us. So with it being finals week, what better topic to talk about than managing stress during finals week? So how have you been feeling lately? Are you stressed? <laughs> I am stressed. I would say a lot of Point Park students have finals week for like three weeks and then the last yeah. week isn't like the most detrimental Usually it's kind of spread out because you have projects and presentations. Mm-hmm. Obviously it depends on your major, but a lot of like School of Calm, I know like we have a couple weeks of like really like it's the nitty gritty. You got to get your stuff in. You got to yeah. get it done. Yeah, especially like I feel the fall semester is always like that cram, cram, cram because you have the week before Thanksgiving, which I feel like professors try to get stuff in before that. And then you have two weeks after thanksgiving and then you have christmas break so it's like when students come back after thanksgiving i feel like there's no motivation (laughs) i feel like they don't want to do anything me as a worker here at point park i feel the same and i'm ready for thanks or christmas break see my mind's already on thanksgiving break Mm -hmm. and i feel it's just like crunch time um but yeah i know what you mean there's some majors who have a traditional finals week right after the last uh week of classes or whatnot and then there's some majors who have like you said it's spread out maybe that last week of classes they do finals um because the professors are nice (laughs) and they don't want to do finals week at all but i know finals week can be very stressful for people especially if they have a lot of exams they haven't experienced it before freshmen sophomore or even seniors nick who are about to graduate they might be stressed during finals as well just trying to get those last minute assignments in but How have you kind of like, I guess, dealt with the stress of finals week? Because there can be good stressors and there can be bad stressors because good stressors can really motivate you. But there may be those stressors that, I don't know, they may, I don't want to call it like they paralyze you mentally, but you just kind of sit there and you're like, crap, I have a lot to do. So how do you kind of manage that? I would say the hardest part for me is to get started with something. (laughs) I know that we were talking about that one time. Once I get started yeah. and I'm focused, I'm 100% pretty much fine. Obviously, I'll sometimes procrastinate, go on my phone in between stuff, like if I'm studying and doing work. Just but, kind of like a mental break, yeah. But usually, as long as I get that started, like the first 10 to 15 minutes, I'm usually yeah. fine. Um, I would say taking time for yourself, like 30 minutes just to even take a break, go for a walk if you're studying and you're mm-hmm. stressed out. That will help so much with getting you back to that focus state in my mm-hmm. opinion but is there anything that you kind of like i don't know i know there's some people who like having stuff in the background when they're studying or are you a person that needs complete silence like me i could have lo-fi beats playing in the background on spotify or maybe just i don't know some video maybe a tv show or whatever like i could have that and still study but it can't be too loud if it's too loud then i can't focus mm-hmm. um but what type of person are you are you a silent studier you need some noise or a fan or something i definitely need complete silence if i'm studying because yeah. i'll get distracted easily so mm-hmm. as long as there's nothing else going around that's 
distracting. I think like solely just focusing on the stuff to memorize is like the best thing for me. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it depends on the situation and the topic that I'm studying. If I'm like really interested in it, I could probably you know do it with with music or without. But if it's something that maybe not that I. No, I'm not that interested in. I might need complete silence just mm-hmm. so I could like focus on it and just be like, this is what I need to focus yeah. on and just put my whole attention onto that. Um, but as always, article man, article man, I have two, but I think I'm just going to focus on the one <laughs> because um, they have a really great slogan here or like the title of it. It's called manage stress to thrive. And I'm like, oh, that's a great spin on it. I love the op- optimistic spin. And it's from health.cornell.edu. Um, and they just kind of talk about stress. And I kind of mentioned it earlier that. You know, they say not all stress is bad. Some stress can motivate us and help us focus on achieving our goals. But too much stress or stress carried too long um, can activate our fight or flight response, which is very true. Because if stress can be, if stress becomes overwhelming, then your mental state might just be like, oh my God, too much. And then you just become paralyzed, like mentally a little bit. And I've experienced that. I've experienced where I'm just like, oh. Have way too You're much, just, yeah. Way too much going on. Um, and I just sit there, and I'm like, I'm just gonna do something else, <laughs> and then I'm not pro- like productive at all. And then you start to stress about not being productive, and it's just like a chain reaction of things. Um, but they say, as a college student, hey, college students, listen, <laughs> stress is unavoidable. It's a part of everyday life. Um, it's just how you like manage it. Uh, the goal isn't to try to get rid of all stress. Rather, the goal is to learn to respond well. Um, this means balancing your daily stressors with activities and attitudes that replenish your physical, mental, and emotional energy lost to stress. Um, and they give like a graph. Um, they talk about healthy tension, peak performance zone, imbalance, and breakdown. Um, I'm not going to go into, too into that, but if you want to look at this little graphic that they have go to health.cornell.edu manage stress to thrive um but sometimes <laughs> i know it's a crazy graphic reminds me of that remember that cat graphic we talked about yeah <laughs> from halloween um but i know sometimes when can you tell i'll ask you this because this talks about like what to do when your stress is too high or signs your stress is too high for you when do you start to notice that you know you're becoming you're just too stressed and you just can't do anything and you're re- you're realizing it like what are some signs or symptoms that you get I would stressed? say when I have a loaded sometimes when it's too overloaded of a, yeah. of a schedule for me mm-hmm. because I usually get I get everything done when I need to when I have a lot of homework and I have a lot going on that I have to be somewhere all the time mm-hmm. that's when I kind of get stressed because I'm like how am I going to do it how am I going to get that done but I always get it done yeah. with good quality so that's why I, I've kind of learned throughout the years that once you kind of establish that routine, even though like say an assignment's due and I'm stressed about it, like I know it's going to get done yeah. just from previous years of me being stressed about it. It's like, okay, I'll be You'll fine. You always come out on top. I always find will. It always ends up happening. Yeah. It always ends up being fine. You persevere. Yes. <laughs> For me, I would say some of my signs and symptoms are, <laughs> sorry to my friends out there, but I've become very irritable and like reflecting after the fact or after a situation, I noticed that I may say some petty comments and it has nothing to do with them. It's just in the moment yeah. that I'm so stressed with either work or personal stuff going on, whatever it may be. And looking back, I noticed I was like, ooh, I was kind of a, 
a, a bad friend and I said some mm. bad things and I shouldn't have. So let me be accountable and take accountability and, you know, apologize, whatever. Um, and they kind of mentioned that here. Some emotional symptoms, irritability, you know, your anxiety increases, feeling overwhelmed, like yeah. you mentioned, anger, sadness, loss of pleasure in things once enjoyed. I have experienced that oh, so yeah. much, especially during the winter months. Um, and I guess that's a sign of depression, too. But it's, you know, depression and anxiety and stress really ramp up during the holidays and during finals week. And just take care of yourself and don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, I agree. I think it's friends. hard for people to ask for help. And yeah. I'm guilty of it. I'm the same way. Like, I, I grew up as an only child, so I'm very... I want to say I'm independent. I'm an independent person. So I want to be able to figure it out on my own. And I am. asking for help in society is kind of viewed like as a weakness. And it's not. <laughs> so it's not. ask for help. It's not a weakness. It's okay to not be okay. So just don't be afraid to ask for help. And, you know, speak out. Talk to your friends, family, or even just reach out to someone on campus. Because mm -hmm. here at the university, um, there's a university counseling center, and they are amazing. There might be a wait list, but once you get in, they're amazing. Uh, they'll help you out. And as a college student, it's free of charge. So I need to hop on that. I know, right? <laughs> I do. What am I doing? Um, so that, those are just the emotional symptoms, you know, depression, hopelessness. Um, academic cognitive symptoms, difficulty retaining information read or heard. Unwanted or repetitive thoughts, poor concentration, disorganization, forgetfulness, deterioration in quality or quantity of work. Oh, I'm guilty of disorganization. Yeah. That's yep. one that's, mm -hmm. especially my room, when I get really stressed, I don't have time to clean. Because I like having my cleaning days on Sundays usually and get that's homework done. Yeah. But when I can't even do that and I can't fold the clothes that I did laundry, it all just backs up. So I'd say like disorganization, at least in my room, yeah. is definitely something that I have to work on. But yeah. at the same time, I end up cleaning it and getting it done eventually. It feels just, so good. It does feel great. You don't want to look at my room right now because there's clothes everywhere. Same. So that's I'm stressing like, me out. And same. I'm like, I just need to do it. But then when I get home after work, I'm like, <sighs> I'm so tired. After I get back so late after being gone from like early morning, t you know, so... Usually, if I have a couple hours to spare on the weekend, I'll especially do it. Especially with your schedule. You're just such a busy girl. It's just a lot, especially because <laughs> yeah. like, a lot of my online classes, all of that work is due Saturday. So, for example, like if I'm sideline reporting the basketball games like Point Park, like I did last week, mm -hmm. I had I went back and cranked out three hours of my homework. That So, I like was gone all day, so I'll have to attract me. It's just... It's actually things that I, I have going on. I'm not even just making up excuses of why yeah. it's not clean, but... I do want to be more organized because that does stress me out. And sometimes life just happens and you can't control it. We talked about this all the time. Only control what you can control and sometimes mm -hmm. things are out of control and life situations just happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can kind of relate to that too because this organization and it's just, we talked about the cycle. It's that leads and piles onto it. it no pun intended with the laundry. Um, but difficulty retaining information read or heard. I have that same, I guess, difficulty when I'm stressed because then like, you're stressed and then you're worrying about the stress. So then when you're trying to study, you're still worrying about the stress. But you're not even mm -hmm. retaining anything. You're like, wait, what did I just read or study <laughs> or anything? Yeah. So I can relate to that. Um, physical symptoms, muscle, muscle, muscle tension, frequent illness, because once your um, stress lowers your immune system. Uh, so I don't know how else to explain it, but it's biology. <laughs> so yeah. you're more prone to become sick or anything because of that lowered immune, immuno response, how, whatever word they use. Um, stomach aches, sleep disturbances experienced, uh, fatigue, exhaustion, headaches, 
tension headaches. I've had some. Oh my gosh, those, <laughs> those are, are the very worst. Common uh, vague aches and pains, appetite or weight changes, relatable, and heart palpitations. Wow, so, those all hit home. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're experiencing any of those, you might be dealing with stress, and do not be afraid to talk to somebody because talking it out rather than keeping it in and then erupting like a volcano True. is not the way to go because I've experienced that and I hate blowing up on people. So I've learned to just talk it out or even write it out. Speaking of managing stress, I guess we'll just talk about that mm-hmm. and kind of go into that. Take care of yourself. Um, when in doubt, write it out like I just said. If you have a journal or even just a piece of paper, write it out. Write what you're feeling um, and then kind of read it back, reflect on it. You'll be all good. I will say physical activity is so great when you're stressed. Mm-hmm. A walk, a run, that helps. If I didn't run like every day, I don't even know how. I'd probably be like way more stressed. It just relieves so much stress and you just you just feel a lot better. And I feel a little bit more calm. Like I, I've realized even over the last yeah. couple of years, which just, it just has been a lot better with physical activity yeah. so that's I, I recommend that i wish i was more physically active um but in place of that we kind of mentioned this in prior episodes or even last episode i can't remember if you're not like the one to do physical activity do mental do your mental activity whether it's my, mindfulness meditation if you want to do yoga that can be a combination of both mm-hmm. um find what works for you because there's not going to be a one size fits all but there's something out there for you to manage your stress so just look yeah. It's out there somewhere. Um, but one thing I read here is let go of perfectionism. Ooh, I think that is another one that hits. <laughs> it's so key because uh, it's one of those things where we talked about control. We just mentioned it recently is let go of what you can't control. And that kind of speaks to like let go of perfectionism. And they kind of talk to the students uh, of this article, which is Cornell. Um, but they say, you know, some students have extremely high standards for themselves. But one, um, but no one hits it out of the ballpark every time. Try to be as understanding with yourself as you would be with a friend. I just pointed to myself because yeah. I have really high expectations for myself. Yeah, and it's just something that that's just who I am, and I I am really trying to learn. It's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to not yeah. have everything covered all the time. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I, something. How do I want to word this? I mean. We all talked about like my birthday and like I just turned 30, but it's the mentality shift that I've been kind of experiencing where like there's people out there who aren't perfect and that's completely okay. Like it's okay. You're your in person and you not conforming to societal norms or not being perfect. That's okay. And you shouldn't add that onto the stress of whatever you're growing on, Mm -hmm. whatever's going on personally. So just be you. Um, it's easier said than done, I, I uh, recognize, but be you. It's okay to not be okay. You don't have to be in control of everything, but control what you can't control is what I have to say to that. Natalia, are we ready to introduce our final guest of the semester? We are. Tell us we who it is. We have Sam Paratoy. Hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome to the Pioneer Careers Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's fun. Excited that you're excited. here. We're happy to have you. I mean, I see you like every day, usually. I guess yeah, you're a tutor much. on the Just fifth about, floor. Yeah. Um, but for those who don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, certainly. Um, so I'm Sam Paratoy. I am a senior SAEM major here. Um, and I've, like I said, I do tutoring. Hmm. I've done... Um, most especially with um, the Campus Activities Board and the Vice President of Marketing. Um, so, And I've done a little bit of UView things on the side of things like that, doing some sports reporting. I'm very, very active around here. You tend to see me a lot. 
Maybe just a little bit. I do see you a lot. Well, not only <laughs> just, just on the fifth bit. floor, but I remember we had our run in at the beginning of the semester for the ah, student yes. uh, Pioneer Leads uh, presentations that they did. All the student leaders, uh, they participated in um, different presentations from staff on campus. And Sam was a lucky person to be part of mine. So <laughs> that's, that's where we met in August. Yeah. So Aww. ever since then, it was like only three people in my presentation, but it was like him, Emily Vath, and... I think it was I think it was Jenna Filipski. Jenna, one, yeah. Jenna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like Jenna, but I don't remember her last name. But yeah, so yeah, and then I now I walk by your office every day. So how do you really do? <laughs> <laughs> but we're so happy to have you um, on this episode of Finals Week: Managing Stress. It's an important topic because I know a lot of students, you know, they might have difficulty managing stress. Finals week. Some may be graduating. <laughs> Nick again, and <laughs> so if. If there's anything you have about stress, have you experienced stress during finals week? Well, how has that been for you in the past? And maybe compare it to now, how oh, yeah. maybe unstressful or stressful <laughs> it is still. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been kind of talking about it with uh, my roommates and things like that. This has seemingly been one of the more stressful finals weeks that I've had, mainly because I've just had a little bit more than I usually would have to the senior year and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And I was just kind of talking about it on Monday in my meeting with my um, um, campus activities board advisor of how there was just... There were so many different things on my mind and different aspects, whether it was CAV related, um, finals related. And it was just like, I was like trying to just pick out all the ones that were CAV related that we actually had to talk about. Because yeah. there's just, it, you can get very overwhelming with how many different things, projects, whether they're group projects or individual exams, whenever you have to take those, there's a lot of different things that can just kind of pile on. And if you don't have any method of like coping with that, it can get very difficult for you to actually be able to execute those things once yeah. you actually have to down the line. And not even just executing it and finishing it, but also doing well at the exams and doing good the like quality. Oh, yeah, quality. Absolutely. So I think as a as a freshman standpoint, would you say what would you recommend to a freshman first week, first semester of finals that they have to deal with? Definitely in if it's if you're going into that finals week that you have a lot of exams for, you definitely just have to be able to to um, be able to take that one step at a time. Yeah. It can be, it can get very difficult to think about that way because you're just going to be thinking, oh, I have this coming up too and I've got this. You got to be able to take that one step at a time, focus on what, mm -hmm. what you need to, however you want to prioritize it, whether it's what's coming up first, whether it's the one that you're struggling with the most, you have to be able to find that way to take it a step at a time, find that find a little bit of a gap for yourself too because you can't overwork yourself too much because then everything else just kind of yeah. falls right off very quickly after that so you have to make sure that you can compartmentalize it excuse me <laughs> um and be able to to put that focus in take those little breaks for yourself however you do that whether it's watching comfort shows or being with your mm -hmm. friends you know there's different ways to go about that but i that's definitely i think the biggest key would be trying to focus in on um, take just taking it a lot slower than it might so you don't get that okay I'm overwhelmed I got to do this you know and now you're panicking because it's getting closer to and all that other kind of thing yeah like during my finals week when I was in undergrad I think I was um what was it, it was like my freshman year and my sophomore year I had five finals and I'm like oh yeah what, what am I doing um <laughs> do I why do I have five finals but I always made a to-do list or I was counting down. I was like, oh, okay, I did one. Now I have four left. And like, mm -hmm. just like being excited to do that. So that may be something for freshmen, like just count it down, make a to-do list if you need to, like study for this one or have like specific time slots 
when you're studying or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I make to-do lists every day, and they help a lot with just manage. That helps keep my stress down a little bit. Yeah. 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 And I would say during this time, especially around the holidays and the weather, we talked about this earlier, um, it's a time when people's just in general, like their depression and anxiety can increase a little bit. So having that on top of the stress of finals week for freshmen who may have not experienced it before, or even a senior like yourself, you may just have, you may be just thinking, I'm a senior. Why do I have so much going on? It should be the best time of my life and it should just be easy going. So for people who may be feeling overwhelmed like that, or I guess on top of the stress of the season, the holidays and anxieties of that, Do you have any extra tips for those people who may, it's not everybody, but for those people specifically, and if you yourself may have experienced that, do you have any words to share with people or any advice to share on those extra stressors, I should say, those external stressors? Yeah, no, certainly. And I I think it kind of goes back to that similar vein that I was talking about with with assignments and things. With when you're trying to, um, you know, a lot of those, it it just continues to pile on into that overwhelming kind of feeling because then... Not only do you have all the assignment-related things that you have, but whatever other external stressors you have about the season, um, whether it's like that depression, anxiety kind of aspect to it, whether it's other issues, it it can just kind of add in. And if you don't have those methods that you know help you um, to be able to kind of just take that bit of a step back, relax, and try to almost like a bit of a reset um, mm-hmm. sort of deal, I think that that's kind of the biggest thing, to try to find those little methods, whether they be... You know, watching, you know, funny little YouTube videos, whether they're spending time with your friends, um, roommates, friends, however you want to do that, you know, just trying to pick each of those little moments and put them throughout your day. Don't just kind of power through the entire day and then, okay, maybe at the end yeah. I can do this kind of thing. You have like, to oh, find I'm those. reward myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is a good thing to do, yeah. but you have to also be able to put in those little moments throughout your day so you're not just going on go 100% and then use it as a reward. And then at deal. the end, you're like, what did I just study? And then you yeah. just wasted the whole day because yeah, you're like on information too. overload. Yeah, because that's another thing too because if you are just trying to power through everything, you're not going to retain almost any of it, I wouldn't mm-hmm. think. No. You know, it's it's hard enough in this day and age to retain what you're doing even when you're attempting to, mm-hmm. let alone when you have, you know, all these other things on your mind and you're trying to, it, it can be hard to compartmentalize that focus yeah. on, I'm going to look at this textbook and figure out this information and then, you know, once you're done with that, then you have all these other things you have to do. And then, you know, it's just kind of it's very easy to just kind of fall that by the wayside after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to find that retention, which is important when it comes to this season, all the finals, whatever, depending on how those exams are, you know, because you're also having to then bring back depending on how your exam works. You're trying to then bring back information that you learned very at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then that's a that's a whole other kind of um, animal to try to tackle as well. Mm hmm. Um, so you're a senior. You've seen freshman, sophomore, junior. Like you've been through all of these years. What is one kind of theme during finals week that you've noticed is like kind of the same every year, no matter what year you are? Um, chaos is probably one. <laughs> um, <laughs> people always talk about that. You have the week of Thanksgiving, and then you come back, and then you just yeah. on go for those three weeks. Mm-hmm. And no matter what year it's been even though I've mentioned earlier that this one has been a little bit more just because there's more going on. But you've always got that like that sense of, okay, so now I have to, now i got to really go for these three weeks, and it can get, it can become a lot. Um, I've kind of noticed that 
um, that's been pretty much each year. The only year that it didn't was that first year because I came in as as you did with mm-hmm. that COVID year. Yeah. So we did not come back from that Thanksgiving to Christmas. We were just that the rest of that whole thing was yeah. online. Um, so to see that difference um, from year to year, also of like being able to actually, um, you know, to be back here for those three weeks and just see everything that's going on because you get a lot of there's a lot of different events that also happen. Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about the um, extracurricular um, organizations and things, but with my involvement in CAB, we also were trying to put together that like month of events that we usually would have spread out amongst all those weeks. We're trying to still get them all in when we can for the three weeks that we are here, yeah. you know, and trying to, to get all that kind of stuff. And a lot of, a lot of that chaos um, comes from that kind of thing too, because now I'm, on top of exams that I have to focus on and all those other things. I'm also on that cab side of things. I'm trying yeah. to figure out and hope that December things work out. And then we're also in this kind of time, we're talking about January and February events around this time and spring training, which is um, as on as one of the three leadership members is one of the things that we lead. So I'm trying to, to get all that kind of stuff and all that information in to make sure that we can have a, a good couple, two training days before we come back. Um, so it can be it all just kind of sums up into whether it's um, struggle or it's fun, just chaos. It's all so that perspective just, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it's it probably doesn't help that professors like to uh, cram everything right after Thanksgiving into those two final weeks of classes, <laughs> and then you have finals week. Um, so that probably doesn't add to that, or it doesn't even help. <laughs> yeah, it, and, yeah, and and it's always been it's been different each time for me. So in um, with the uh, sports arts and entertainment management world, a lot of the professors will sometimes have all the tests and projects. A lot of it tends to be project-based, yeah. but you're doing it before finals week. So whenever it the actual finals week hits, most of the time where everyone else is like on go and getting stressed, and I'm just kind of here like, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. um, and this week or this year has kind of been no different to start because there were, I had this week I think was the biggest one for me because I had a, a project that I was a little bit more stressed yeah. about that was due on Monday. Um, and then, you know, once I got through that and then I had one like final that was online take throughout the week. Um, whenever oh, we love I did. online finals. Exactly. <laughs> it's great. Um, and I took that yesterday. So being able to get those two out of the way, I just came from my presentation that we were kind of talking about a little yeah. bit beforehand. Um, those were like the three big ones that I was like, okay, once I get through this, um, then it gets a little bit easier because now I only have um, like a couple of small like little assignments mm-hmm. and then the going into um, for my legal aspects class is now my biggest one. Our mock trial is next Tuesday in finals week. Yeah. I think the only thing I have to do in person during that finals week. So now oh, that's that, nice. So that's now nice. now that the other like bigger kind of projects and assignments are kind of off there, you know, I can lay in my focus to that to make sure that goes well. And then just try to fit in those other smaller assignments, like the reflections and different things that mm-hmm. you do for classes, um, kind of fit those in throughout the rest of this week, um, while still trying to put that main focus now yeah. on that on that big mock trial project. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of th- wondering, like we, we talk about finals week, right? Yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking finals week is always like chalked up to be this like big stressor in people's lives and i don't know if it's the college students who do it to themselves professors the universities oh finals week finals week you gotta do your finals you gotta (laughs) pass you gotta pass them um but i'm kind of wondering like 
is there a difference between fall semester finals and spring semester finals? And you can answer this too, if you want. Um, can you tell a difference in the stress? Can you tell a difference in the mentality of the professors or just like anything in the differences between like fall semester finals and spring semester finals? There definitely is a bit of a difference. Yeah. I think it depends on the year based off of how much you kind of feel it. I don't know if you feel similar. Um, but I think because when you get to the spring semester, there's that just that air of like, okay, it's the end of the year yeah. now. So it's a little bit different than, you know, the end of that fall semester. It's just like, okay, halfway through the year, you know, and there's still, there's still things that people have to get through. And then once you get to that end of that spring semester, then you're you're done. done. It's like more of a relief. So, you're like, oh, I'm yeah. Done. There's there's more gotcha. of there's there's more of that relief once you get there. You're like, you know, because when you look at it, especially with the way our break works, a little being a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, so there's I get a couple weeks to reprieve, and then I, I still have to be like back on it. Yeah. You know, when you go into that spring semester and ending, ending all that off, you're like, okay, so now it's done, and then for the next three months yeah. well in our case not as much um, <laughs> but um so now you have that that longer time where it's um there's that more of a, a finality to it and there's also just so much more there's so many more other things that go on around the university that that really bring that finality feel because you have mm-hmm. all those different events like cab does their biggest thing you have the outstanding student awards you have all those kind of things that are like okay commencement. this is yeah commencement <laughs> yeah. exactly that's going to be the end of the year kind of deal and that'll so, be big for you guys because both of you are seniors so yeah i'm excited for you i'm excited <laughs> i'm really looking forward to it just the whole entire atmosphere and yeah. since we got well i don't know how your high school did it but we didn't let anybody come except for our parents to like a little mm-hmm. graduation so it's going to be nice having like all my family there because mm-hmm. we have covid messed it up yeah. So. yeah yeah we we graduated i always like to to joke about this i graduated three times from high school it seemed mm-hmm. because they added in the way we had we have two buildings as a part of our district and they were all connected by one street so they did a parade down that street from our high school to the elementary school building. Um, and then we did the recording where your parents were giving you like the diploma um, like f- um, frame or the thing, yeah. whatever. Um, so there was that aspect to it. And then once there was that little bit of reprieve in that in the summer aspect in that year, we all came back and did it in the parking lot where they gave us like they put up the little stage. They gave us our like moment to stand in front of like everybody for a little bit and get your like applause and then on your way down the, from that stage they gave you the DVD mm-hmm. so that was like the, the third one wow. um, that I kind of um, that's how I usually put it but it was kind of fun to just be like yeah I graduated three times from high school <laughs> <laughs> I, mine was twice because we did a virtual graduation on the actual day it was June 5th and then a couple weeks later, they invited every like your parents to go to the stadium. Yeah. And then you were social distanced with the masks. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I can't really complain. I know some people didn't get anything. Yeah. So I can't complain at yeah. all. So with the topic of it being COVID, I kind of asked our previous guest this, and feel free to say no if you don't want to answer it, um, or only if you feel comfortable. But I know we kind of talked about COVID and how that affected you. Um, we talked to Joey uh, Bova, who he spoke to his mental... Um, his mental health during COVID. But I'm kind of wondering, how was the COVID years for you? Like you graduated high school, you did it three times, you said. Um, <laughs> and then you came into a university all new, uh, you had no idea what to expect, and then just everything changing and stuff like that. How how did that kind of affect your mental health, even stress, we can talk about stress, mm-hmm. how you manage your stress during that time, your mental health. Um, how was that experience for you? And it definitely, throughout those years, it definitely took a bit of a hit 
on the mental health side because there's yeah. you know you're you know secluded away not really being able to do anything um and especially with the like you know you're trying to at the very start you're then trying to um switch gears to trying to do school online and however the heck yeah. you're supposed to do that for the last couple of weeks <laughs> of high school it got me out of an AP physics final though and I probably would not have done well on so at least there's that um and then jumping into um coming in to to Point Park which was just a um completely different like new thing it's a new experience but also now you're trying to not only are you trying to get that like I'm in a brand new you know university brand new kind of thing yeah. new environment that's what I was looking for um but also now you have the COVID things you have to try to, to deal with. And I don't remember, I don't think, besides going to any of the in-person classes that I had, I don't think I left my little Lawrence um, try room, because I had a roommate, because we had the three. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't think I really left much that fir- that very first semester, even though I was still like, I had got to become a part of CAB early on too. So that was one of those things that I the one thing that I found on and that probably helped a lot yeah, yeah. that was yeah that was another thing I was going to get to because once I able to found that and found that little group mm-hmm. um it was a big help um to that kind of thing and then spring semester I opened up a lot more I was going out finding new friends and all that kind of thing which was helpful too and that kind of builds even more with based off of my involvement in cab from mm-hmm. year to year um my sophomore year I think was the biggest like jump for me once I got back from that sophomore year I was being able to be in person then with all those those people, I had a lot of good friends. I made a lot of good friends on that sophomore year board. Um, that I, I was a general board member, but that exec board, I had a lot of friends with. So I was yeah. around all the time, and I was doing event after event. Um, it's probably not the best statistic to, to me, um, <laughs> but I remember somewhere along, I think I was at least a part of if I had staffed for half of it or done some kind of help with. 96% of our events that my sophomore year, which we did over 100 that year, I had staffed in some capacity, yeah. which, you know, for me, it was like, oh, you know, that's cool. You also <laughs> might think, you know, maybe a little bit too much, you know, and trying to find that balance can be difficult. But that was like that first big jump to be able to, you know, you know, I've, I've found my group of people that isn't just, you know, my like smaller group of friends and all things like that. Um, and that really kind of helps that boost moving into the years after junior year and now here mm-hmm. um finding that finding that community of people is always a big a big help especially and during that true. time because I'm, I'm sure you probably can attest to this as well and i think we talked about this too just the feeling of you know isolation mm-hmm. um having to stay in your room during those first few covid years or even those months um being alone having to wear masks or just doing class in your bedroom yeah um but it, I mean, it sounds like you overcame that and you found your group of people, mm-hmm. you found cab, which is great. And um, I, I just, I, it's interesting to hear the different perspectives of students that they had during the COVID years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate, I don't think that's highlighted enough is the students who are graduating now who had started during the COVID years and they aren't asked these questions and they aren't. I guess I don't want to say feel appreciated or they don't feel heard, but I feel like it's important for their voice to be heard and for them to share these experiences and just to let people know, hey, this was my experience during this time and this is how I came out on top of it. And 
you both did that. So mm. I am proud of both of you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you too, you. Nick. Just let you know. <laughs> I'm proud of everybody who has really, you know, just found their way during this difficult time in COVID and especially as a freshman. Yeah. Freshman year cuz oh, yeah. you don't have you're going into a new environment with no friends. Like that's that was tough. Yeah. Because they're telling you you can't talk to anyone face to face and you have to wear a mask. It's just like. It was that added layer uh, for you guys. It was. That I don't think anyone really recognizes. And it, I kind of equate it to an, an old, I don't say old person, <laughs> get canceled. But like myself, like I'm 30, whatever, but maybe like an older person or like. I wouldn't even say older person, uh, the incoming students, and you're kind of sharing your experience because they maybe have not experienced that because they're like, oh, well, what was your, I, I was still in high school, I was still a baby or whatever. Yeah. And you guys lived through that, that transition from graduating high school virtually, coming to a new experience in university that's huger, huger, huge, and like you're on your own at 18, 17, 18 years old and trying to figure this out on your own. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the students now realize that, but you guys sharing this really puts that perspective and they're like, oh, wow, the seniors graduating. Maybe we should appreciate them more, which in my mind, I think we should. Natalia, do you have anything else for a dear friend, Nick? Or Nick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nick's over there. Take that out. <laughs> Natalia, do you have anything else for our dear friend, Sam? <laughs> got, we covered everything. We had a great conversation. So Thank yeah. you for having me. Thank you to our dear friend, not Nick, but (laughs) Sam, for coming on and talking about finals and stressors and all of that. Yeah. And thank you to, you know, shedding light about your experience during the COVID years. Um, I know that was a tough transition. Can't speak from experience, can only speak from a staff member's uh, experience and perspective. But thank you for sharing that and being vulnerable and comfortable and, you know. Just opening up with yeah. us, you know, talking mm-hmm. about stress, talking about, you know, your mental health during the COVID years. But um, before we kind of get into, you know, the last segment of the semester, our last outro, um, if you have any questions or you have any suggestions for, you know, the next semester, you know, moving on, have any topics that you want to see, be sure to email careerdev at pointpark.edu. That is C-A-R-E-E-R-D-E-V at pointpark.edu. And where can you find us? You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Are we ready to kind of... Have our last outro? Last outro and wrap this up. Well, as always, well, actually not always, I faked Nick out because this isn't an article and we're not going to do an article for our outro. What we're going to do is show appreciation to our dear friend Nick. So if Nick could please come over here and... If you want, you don't have to bring a mic or anything. You can just stand in between us if you want. Hello. <laughs> if you want to come over here, um, in between us, however that works, and we can tilt. Oh sure, yes. We could tilt the yeah. mics, however that whatever works. But oh, wow. um, we just want to Aww. say thank you because thank you so much for everything. You've done so much, and I don't know if this podcast would be as supportive or I guess successful without you. And as a token of our appreciation, we wanted to give you this. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for this for everything. This. Surprise! <laughs> guys, I really appreciate this. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. It's been a great experience just to like try something new, mm-hmm. spend like every two weeks with you guys, get to know you, you guys even more, and it's just been a really great time. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We're gonna miss you. We're gonna miss you. I'm gonna you miss a lot. you guys. This is it's a weird time. It's a very reflective time. Just thinking back on everything and just setting those new goals, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And those goals. That was your episode. That was that. that was yeah, setting goals, setting goals, and looking to the future. 
and it all comes full circle. It does. Full circle. Full circle. Do you have anything to share? Do you have any leads for graduation? You know, careers, or is that something stressful? Um, well, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna keep that under lock and key for now. But um, there, there's 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 a couple leads. We have a couple leads going on, but um, it's you know, gotta keep the two tracks of doing your finals, looking for jobs, and also trying to spend as much time as my friend with my friends as I can. Yeah. It's it's the balance. It's mm-hmm. the balance. But I'm trying to soak it all in. Soak it all up. Here on the Pioneer Careers podcast. (laughs) Soak it all up. I know. This podcast has been an an amazing experience for me. I'm sure it has for you. And you have really made this podcast something into more than what I or probably you either have thought it would be. Just because of your skills and your production skills and just, I don't know. I feel like we're a great team. And I don't want you to leave. It's sad. It's sad, isn't it? It's sad. It's sad. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Mr. Nick. (laughs) Our dear friend, Nick. (laughs) This is our dear friend, Nick. This is our dear friend, Nick. (laughs) Not Sam. Sam. I'm Nick. (laughs) But yeah, thank you. Not Sam, Nick. (laughs) For everything you've done for us. Of course. Thank Thank you. Thank you. you. I'm glad to help. <laughs> Thank you for the Center for Media Innovation at Point Park for letting us record our podcast here this semester. The whole semester. The it's whole been semester. an amazing experience, as we mentioned earlier. We didn't realize how successful this would be, how many people would want to be on the podcast, how many topics we covered. It's really brought you, I think, even though you are kind of extroverted as you. No, it still brought me out of my show. Your comfort zone, my mm-hmm. comfort zone. Um, and yeah, but this is the That's last all. episode. That's all she wrote. So I guess we'll we will have see to see you, you next year. year.